0: Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as
1: always, is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? It's going great. Ellen, I'm killing it. Are you? Yeah. (laughs) I've got life by the junk, and I'm holding a knife to its throat. (laughs) Jeez. it's quite the visual. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So... (laughs) Today we are going to be talking about Before Girl by
0: Kate Canterbury, and later we are going to discuss Disney Princes and the, and Cartoon Crushes. Okay. So, but first, Mom, what have you been reading? Are you ready for this part?
1: I'm not ready for this part.
0: Well, I can just say, I have not read anything other than- we haven't?
1: That's so weird. Podcast mandated books. Well, I've got mine right here. Okay. Um, what was the last one we did for the the last one we did was wigger? Brooklyn
0: Air was the last no, Worst Best Man was the last first full ep- like the full episode we did.
1: Worst best man, okay. Yes. So since Worst Best Man, I read Ache for You, okay. which is the last of the JT Geisinger series. Yes. I read Fumbled by Alexa Martin.
0: We never talked about that, but you liked
1: it? I did like it. Okay. I did like it. Yeah. Um I read Book and Air because I made you. Yep. And then I read Before Girl. And now I'm reading the Jane Austen playbook. The Austen playbook by Lucy Parker. Lucy Parker. Thanks for knowing what I'm reading.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Um, So today we are going to be talking about Before Girl by Kate Canterbury. It is a standalone-ish book that came out last year. It obviously has some ties to others that she has written, Um, And this was recommended to us by listener Jen. So, um, in case you guys did not notice, we are getting this out a little bit later than we usually do. Hmm. Whose fault is that? It's Ellen's fault. That's fine. (laughs) Um, So, I did not have time to write a description. So, here is the back cover description. She's the girl next door. He's the guy who's loved her from afar. They're in for an unexpected tumble into love. Uh, for Stella Alessandro, chaos is good. She's a rising star at a leading sports publicity firm. She's known throughout the industry as the jock whisperer, the one who can tame the baddest of the bad boys in professional sports without losing her signature smile. But Cal Hartshorn is an entirely different kind of chaos. This ex army ranger and now famous cardiothoracic surgeon. Fails at nothing except talking to a woman he's adored from afar. Whether on the battlefield or operating room, he's exacting precise and efficient, but all of that crumbles when Stella is in sight. Cal always knows and gets what he wants, and now he wants all of her, his forever girl. But Stella isn't convinced she's anyone's forever. So, Mom, what did you think of Before Girl? I liked this
1: book. Yes, I also liked this book. I liked this book. It was different than other books we've read. Yes. Um, but I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll get into more of my feelings on things because I have a feeling you're going to ask me questions that are going to...
0: I am going to ask you questions. What? <laughs> That's so odd. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I liked this book. I have, like, some conflicting opinions on it that we will get into, but I did like it, and I liked her writing style a lot. I
1: did like her writing style, and I thought a lot of it was really funny. And She is very funny. And, um, you know, a lot of their banter, especially in the very beginning, yeah, was like, LOL. The, I, like, innuendo-y film. Yeah, filled. I thought that was very funny. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I liked it a lot. Okay. So what did you think of Stella as our heroine? I liked Stella. Stella had some hang-ups. She did. And and I think that the whole thing of the book, I mean, the whole process of the book was her getting over these hang-ups that she had.
0: Yeah. The thing that I, I will say that I liked about her and her character is she had these hang-ups. And yes, they annoyed me sometimes within the plotting of the book. But I it all felt... It felt pretty natural to me. Like, you would kind of have... You'd be a little gun-shy after
1: what she'd been through. Yeah,
0: yeah, you would have a little bit of a complex. And so, as much as I was like, girl, get it together. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like having, you know, a friend who... You
1: love and you understand where she's coming from, but it's like... At the same time, you're like, come on. But just... come on, yeah. I mean, he's a sexy heart surgeon. <laughs> yeah, come on. Why are you're you gonna... dragging your feet on this one? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so as much as
0: sometimes her insecurities kind of... I was like, ah, come on. Um, I, they felt normal and, like, maybe not rational, but within the mind of a female... In a relationship, they felt natural, I guess is the term. Um, I liked that she was a little curvy.
1: We do always like that. I mean,
0: she was even described as like a size 14. So it's not like she was like a size 6 being described as curvy, which I always (laughs) hate. Are you curvy though? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I liked that. Um, And her family was really cute. Yep, I did like her family. And that whole dinner scene was funny. Sassy mom, yep. I liked how they were all like repainting bathrooms, and (laughs) yeah, I wouldn't
1: do all that. But you wouldn't. (laughs) You might be lucky if I vacuum before you come over. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I liked the family. Yeah. I liked how she talked about the, you know, the Virgin Mary in the bathtub (sighs) and just all the, you know, in the window boxes and Yeah. yeah, it was cute.
0: You definitely like. There's some warning that goes on when my family
1: can do this. Yes. Oh, you mean you have to do that to people who meet your family for the first time? Sometimes you have to say, "Now, okay, here's here's the deal with my family. They are a lot. They're super amazing. That's not the warning that I give. Surprisingly, that's I. Yeah, that is surprising.
0: I wouldn't imagine. We'll just say that maybe. I was recently on a video call with my family. Yeah, you were. And other parties. And, yeah.
1: And everybody was exhausted by the time that you were done. Wow, that was exhausting. And not
0: everybody <laughs> um, was on their best behavior.
1: Yeah, we weren't. Sorry.
0: <sighs>
1: what am I going to do with you guys? I mean, including me. I'm usually the one that is usually pretty good.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I...
0: Uh, yeah, I, I liked Stella. I, I thought she was really funny. She was feisty, which we always like. Um, and, yeah, and we also, like, we don't get the kind of womanizer, or, like, the manonizer What's the, what? Oh, where she's,
1: like, sleeping she's, around.
0: She's got multiple, you know. She does sleep around a lot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she's got multiple guys on, on yeah. the hook. Yeah. Um, which we don't get that a lot. No. And usually it's like been a long time since someone's been up in there. Yeah. But, um, no, she's got her scheduled appointments. (laughs) Yeah. Which, sign me up. Not for her, (laughs) but for that plan.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I found that kind of refreshing and, um, yeah. 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 I liked Stella. Yeah, I wrote down this line, this happens towards the end for her, um, kind of when she's starting to realize how she actually feels about him. She says, I wanted him to give all of him and demand all of me because he knew I couldn't. And, you know, that kind of sums up her kind of complex feelings.
1: Well, yeah, she was gun shy because she had had, there was, well, she'd been engaged and then broke Mm -hmm. it and Mm -hmm. then got re-engaged and he broke it. Yeah. And then after that, whenever she had a serious relationship, they would break up. break up with her and then wind up getting married within the next year to that's someone why else.
0: Was, that's why the book is called Before, before Girl.
1: Because. She was the girl before everybody else got married. Yeah. And um, so she just figured, I'm just everybody's before girl. Yeah. And um, she never, it took her a while. She was always worried that he was going to leave her yeah. and find someone better
0: yeah um, what did you think of Cal as our mm-hmm. hero?
1: He was pretty dishy.
0: he was pretty dishy i liked I like any guy that's described as a man brick
1: <laughs> and um I mean, he fell hard fast yeah. like before he even met her. he was crushing on her for a while.
0: yeah, we're gonna talk about that a little bit in the next question, but um, I liked that they were both a little bit older mm-hmm. also.
1: Um, we had that, uh, worst best man was like that too, where they were like. He was like 42, right? And she was 36. Is that? In this one? In this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was
0: it. Um, but yeah, I thought he was, I thought he was sweet and patient and, uh, hungry for her
1: to the extreme. Well, honestly, when the book started, I thought I, I don't see how this book is this long because these two are going to hit it immediately. Because and they, they did. They felt, well, they didn't. They didn't. They have, didn't. I guess. Yeah. They didn't have sex for a long time. She like made him wait for a long time. Yeah, it's true. I mean, she got it, of course. That's of course, the way it needs to play out. Of course. <laughs> but um but they didn't actually have sex for quite a while.
0: Yeah. Um, I wrote down this line for him. This is uh, towards the beginning. He says, I'm Cal Hartshorn, and I approach women by mowing them down to see if they like being underneath me.
1: Mm. Because they meet. (laughs) He falls He, like, runs into into her and falls on top of her. And I thought that was funny. With the raccoonosaurus, which I thought was funny. Yeah,
0: I liked the whole them, like, arguing throughout the book about whether it was a A raccoon raccoon or or a beaver. beaver. (laughs) I thought that was cute. Um... Okay, what so Cal has some stalker tendencies.
1: <laughs> was were they sweet or was it too much? Well, it's not like he ever followed her home or no. anything like that. He just knew she ran at this or wa- she walked the track. Yeah. And so he would go running there every morning.
0: Yeah. That didn't bug me. I I had some issues In the beginning, like, when they go out to breakfast and he is just, like, wham, bam, like... Well, she wasn't hating it. I know she wasn't, (laughs) but... But... And the thing is, is that for both of them, they talk about how they just both felt this
1: instant, like... Well, here's what what I liked, is that they had that instant chemistry. And then, I mean, both of them were, like let's make out, I mean, like right there, right then they were doing stuff that I was like, wow, whoa, where's, where is this book going to go from here? Yeah. And, um, but then she, all of her insecurities came into play and she, and his too, to a certain degree. Yeah. But mostly her. Yeah. And, um, so she then put the brakes on everything and slowed everything way, way down.
0: Yeah.
1: And then the book came full circle though, to the fact that he wanted her to be like she was when they first met, you yeah. know, just all in from the get-go. Yeah. And, um, and you know, it took him a while to kind of get there. And cheek, I, did way, like,
0: I did like that about their thing is that, you know, her realization at the end was like, yeah,
1: I was all in. We had instant chemistry. Yeah. And then I, you know, all these other crazy stuff. So
0: I think for that first breakfast where they go out together... Um, Because I am not there in that situation and I am not one of them, I wasn't feeling it as much because I just met these people and I realized that they also just met. But as an outsider looking in, him coming on as strong as he did was sometimes slightly off-putting to me. Well, I think that she was
1: into it and I think I mean she was. I, I right. got that. I understood that And I but... think that sometimes you play off what is going on in the situation. And yeah. you know, I think he felt like you know, she's she's cool with this and so I'm just yeah. gonna let it out there. Yeah. And he also was talking but about how I... awkward he was. Yeah, yeah. I mean I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah.
1: And um but and then everyone kept referring to him as her stalker. But it's not like he ever followed her home or followed her to work no, or I anything know. like that. No, I know, I know.
0: And I, I'm not, that didn't even, like, them calling him her stalker wasn't what bugged me. It was some, like, some of his, he was coming on really strong to the beginning. He did come beginning. on really strong. Um, and, like you said, she was into it. But just as a person who was not feeling that instant chemistry and just met these two people as characters, like... To just have that happen like right away was a little off putting to me in the beginning. But, but then
1: they screeched the brakes on. A yeah, bit.
0: and once they screeched the brakes, and he has to like work for it a little bit more, and and he ha- she made him work for it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> um, I I was more into it as with them as because I mean if you th- well okay we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Um. So here we'll talk about this now. Um oh hold on, let me say this though. I really liked this is an example of him coming on strong but me thinking it was cute. I liked when he says, I needed my mother to meet her yesterday <laughs> And that was
1: that was like in the ver like first chapter of the book. Well and she like asks him she says, Wait, I have a question He's like Yes, I can have my mom flown out here, and my sister probably could be here too. I mean, (laughs) by this weekend, he literally
0: proposes marriage to her, like right away, an hour of meeting her in person. You know. Okay, so this book is structured and paced differently than a lot of our other books.
1: What did you make of that? Well, therein, because when you were reading, I was like, I like this book. It was different than any book we've read, and here is, and maybe you're going to ask me a question about this. But in this book, there was absolutely, pretty much zero external conflict. It mm-hmm. was all internal conflict. Yeah. And the whole book, and there was really zero exterior story. Yeah. I mean, it was almost just completely their relationship and yeah. figuring out their relationship. Yeah, And the only problem with their relationship was you know, they were bringing yeah. to the table. And a
0: relationship that starts, like, in the first chapter, which is also different than a lot of, you know. I think um, most of our books that we read, you know, it's like they have their their meet-cute, and then they kind of work towards being uh, together, right. you know, as the book goes on. These two pretty much get together, right away. Right. And then it's just kind of
1: f- figuring things out. Right. And um her I don't know why she kept she kept thinking that he was bringing chaos into her life and I didn't I didn't see that but maybe just well, her feelings I, were chaotic, I don't know. I think
0: her feelings are chaotic and also, you know, she's got her job that keeps things busy enough and then to throw Something else into the mix that's also important to her that she wants to spend time on.
1: I think just that throws off. Well, and both of them had very demanding careers and, yeah. and could be called with in at any minute. Chaotic kind of careers. time schedules yeah.
0: with both of them, you know. I agree, um, but yeah. So I'm not. I'm. I don't know that I would. I, I would want every romance that I read to be kind of situationally like this. Um and plot it out like this, but um, I liked i it was fun for something different, yeah, I found it interesting and kind of an interesting spin on what we're used to, right I agree, um okay, so what did you think of their conflict, which as you as you said, is central i mean that's the main plot of the book is this conflict of readiness, I guess, for this relationship that they have. He is all in and he stays all in and he well and even wants when it she kinda of
1: slows things down and, and backpedals a little bit, he's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna wait as long as it needs, as long as it takes. So. But he never like falters yeah. in wanting no. like all of her. Yeah. Um so what did I think of the conflict? I guess if there was a conflict are we talking about when he reads? When he
0: reads the text messages from okay. Harry. Well, I
1: had the problem that I always, always have. have. I know. Always. I don't know why. But he reads her text from... She'd had this guy that she'd come and string along that she would meet up for with for sex once a week or something. Yeah. And um, she had been putting him off for months. While, yeah. Because she'd been going out with Cal. And um, he texts her... That... So it's like, I miss you. Let's get together next week. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And um, and then he goes back and is reading the texts, And one of the texts says, um, so are you breaking... Are we breaking this off? Are we... Are you ending this? And then there was no text after that. She had
0: never responded to that.
1: And here's my thought. My first thought was, well, maybe she didn't want to break up with him over text. And so she called him.
0: Yeah. I mean... Or met up with him. Or... Yeah.
1: I mean, that seems... Completely logical to me. Yeah. Um. I mean, if he went back and read through the texts, he should be able to tell that she hadn't been with him for well, a long, long time. Well, in true
0: romance novel fashion, right, he reads these text messages and then immediately starts packing up to leave and it's just like, I can't talk to you right now. I'm out of here. And then they don't talk for like... A week. Yeah. And, um... Or almost two weeks, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was some length of time that I couldn't quite determine, but it was a little while. And... And, like, they're ready to just end it
1: at that. And they were both, like, completely falling for each other. Yeah, they, they both, both, like, com- they had both told each other that they, they loved, loved each other. other. They'd just done the dinner which with her he family. Which he knew was, like, a big step for her. Right. And he she'd taken her to his plate, her place, which she had never shared with him before. And that was, or like, a like huge other deal. like, Yeah, or, or anybody else. Yeah. And um, to just not discuss it. I, yeah. It always frustrates me. It's like... Seriously? Well, you read those text
0: messages and you just say,
1: "I'm hey, out." So, well, <laughs> like,
0: so what's going on with this? Like, because she told him to go gra- grab her phone, mm-hmm. and he sees these text messages, and so like you just say, "Hey, who's Harry? What's
1: what's the deal what's here?" This about? Yeah, and it's and then she explains, "Oh, I haven't seen him in months," and you know she could explain that away, and even because he's aware of her. Like insecurities, even she could say, you know, something along the lines of, "I used to meet up with him. Yeah, you know, I I just haven't had a chance to break it off with him, but I haven't seen him in months, and
0: I haven't seen him since before
1: we met. met, Yeah, and it's done. (laughs) Yeah, it just seemed weird to me that to just not even discuss it. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: That being said, I I had issue. With
0: that, but we always do. We always do. (laughs) And, um, but I really liked the resolution. I
1: liked her speech to him at the end. I really liked that she felt the need to fix it. Yeah. And that she's the one that went in and... and Because technically, I think maybe it should be him. I think he should have more... He's he's the one that overreacted. However, she was hanging on to these guys. And she should have just, you know, like weeks ago, like her friends Tatum and Flynn had said... She should have broken off with those guys a long time ago. She, yeah. And, you know, she even said... If not only for Cal's sake, but also for their sake. Like, just, like, yeah. let them know. Yeah. And um, and she even said, you know, I have no desire to meet up with these guys anymore. It was, it was really not, mm-hmm. you know, fulfilling in any way. Mm-hmm. And it, so, you know, it wasn't something... It's just like something she just never got around to doing, kind of, almost. And... Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he had worked so hard to get her that it seemed fair that she put some effort in to get him back. But
0: I really liked her whole – I wrote down this line um, where she says, I've never had the right words for you, never in the right ways, definitely not at the right times. I'm trying to get better at words, but until then, I'm here. I'm cooking for you. And I liked her whole speech about how, like, I've recognized that, like, food is my – Yeah. Like – Language of showing affection and things
1: like that. I, I can't even understand that. <laughs> That's a lie. Every time I've been on any kind of diet where I had to like meet with someone and go over, you know, and and I'd say, you know, well, it's Christmas time, so I have to make this and this and this and this. And she's like, well, you don't have to. You know, the little yeah. coach, diet coach, is there? Like, oh, you don't have to. There's other ways to show your family love besides making them food. And I was like, um, no. no. <laughs> I have no other way to show my family love. These super fatty. (laughs) I have to make all these cookies, and I have to make all this food, and that's just the way Christmas is at our house. So get off my back, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: But yeah, I just liked her whole little speech to him about that, and I I thought that that was a nice moment and a nice resolution to their whole their whole saga throughout the book. Um.
1: Okay, let's talk about sex, baby. Shall we? Because was there sex in this book? <laughs> it's another one that I read before Ellen, and I was like, oh, Ellen's going to be cringing when she reads this. Well,
0: lots of, here Here's my main... Like, I know you, how you feel about this, the see you next Tuesday word. That's right. Um, And there's a lot of that in here. The other thing that I was like, okay, okay, let's cool it with that talk <laughs> is... Him wanting to put cum in a lot of places yes. that, you know, I was like, okay. Um, all right, dude. Calm the freak. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> I understand you want to put your seed all over her body, but can we not talk
1: about it quite as much? When Don't my they mother... realize that your mother's reading the book? Yeah, that's rude. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot of sex, a lot of description. Yes.
0: It did not shy away from that no. in this one. Not at all. Um, There were a couple of funny lines, though, in sex scenes that I wrote down. Um, She says, the kind of sex where you murder my vagina and then shapeshift into a bear.
1: (laughs) He's like, I don't even know what that
0: means. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I want to do that. And she's like, okay, (laughs) but. And I thought that was really funny. That was funny. Um, And then after they have sex, she says, would it be weird to high five? That would be weird. We shouldn't do it. But that's where I'm at. I want it up high and down low, and I want to dump a cooler of Gatorade over your head. (laughs) That was cute. <laughs> I thought that was... Um, yeah, they were they were both really funny. Like, they were, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before, but our family appreciates a well placed innuendo, and they had them in spades. In, in this spades, book. especially in the beginning. Yeah. Okay, mom. So, what was your swooniest moment in this
1: one? Gosh dang, I, I read these books thinking Ellen's going to ask me this, mm-hmm. and I'm not even remotely sure. What to say. But the one I liked is when she finally says, I love you. Yeah. And he says, Yeah, I know you do. (laughs) Not quite a you know, Harrison Ford Han Solo moment, but um but you know, it was kind of a I already knew that you loved me.
0: So the one that I wrote is very similar, but I like when he tells her that he loves her at their family dinner. They've got all this kind of chaos going on around her and he he thinks like I probably shouldn't tell her right now because she's just going to laugh it off and like write it off as whatever, but he's like, you know what? No, I'm going to I'm just going to tell her." <laughs> and um and he does and I thought it was
1: oh, I thought just that
0: whole like him gearing up to it was cute and then when he tells her and then she's like, "Okay, yeah, hold on to that feeling because you're going to need that throughout this dinner." <laughs> yeah,
1: because let's see how you feel afterwards.
0: Yeah. Um so I thought that was cute. Um so, some of you weighed in on this book. Uh, Jenny said, I really liked Before Girl. I read it late last year, so was a little fuzzy about it, but looked on Goodreads and found I gave it five stars, which is a lot for me to give, so I must have loved it. Um, Kate Canterbury is a favorite of mine. Her Walsh series is one of my all-time best series reads. Interesting. And this is loosely attached to that series. Is it? Mm-hmm. Um. Before Girl is a standalone, but has some of the Walsh's appearing in the background. I hope you like it. I really, really, really recommend Kate Walsh's series if you want some great reads. So there you go. Kate's Walsh series. Is sorry, I read that wrong. Um, singular male listener Jason said, I really enjoyed the book. I thought Stella was great. However, I was worried that Cal had a split personality. He was all confidence and swagger in one scene, and then all worried about other men in the next if you have that much confidence in Swagger, you are not that insecure about other men. But in the end I really liked the book, even if he acted like an insecure fool to create the conflict.
1: Well, and we kinda of already discussed that. Yeah. It did it fair. did seem extremely out of character for him. Yeah. Because he knew all along that she had guys that she I mean, he even thought up until very recently that she was still having sex with other guys. Yeah.
0: I mean Well, that's like he thought that he I mean, yeah, he always assumed that He always thought, you know, oh, I don't see her on Wednesday nights. That must be when she's... Sundays or something. Yeah, that must be when she's meeting up with so-and-so. But, you know, we knew that she wasn't. But also, just like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I say, like, just ask, but maybe I wouldn't do that either. Just ask her about it? Yeah.
1: I would. Yeah. I'd be like... Perry texted you. What's that about? <laughs> well,
0: at that moment, I would. but oh, yeah, Like, but...
1: I'm saying along
0: the way when he's trying to figure out, like, I don't see her these nights. Is she off with some other guy at that point? etc. I don't know. Um, Ada, she kind of gave us like a play by play. She says, I'm having trouble reading this one. I'm a- only about a third of the way through. And Cal is annoying the sh- poop out of me. Poop emoji <laughs> out of me. Uh, talk about coming on strong. He did, yeah, we discussed I, that. I agreed that with that. Hopefully it will get better as the book progresses. I am reassured by the fact that people like the book. And then she gave a follow-up and she said, So glad I powered through and finished the book. I liked it enough, but still found Cal hard to take in his all-or-nothing stance. Uh, mm-hmm. Glad they both got over themselves.
1: I think I could take in Cal. You but... think you could? <laughs> I don't know, Mom. I don't know. <laughs> I hear he's the murderer of vaginas.
0: Yes. <laughs> Shape shifts into a bear. Um, Ashley says, I think I liked this book and more because I went in with no expectations. I think this is a good lesson for my life. <laughs> yeah, I think that about a lot of things. Um, it was a great read overall. I also really liked the characters. were a little older than we traditionally see in romance. Yeah, agree. Um, and then Kristen said, every single thing about this book worked for me. Loved it from the very first page. Hope you guys like it.
1: Um, yeah, I would say I... I would say I liked it. I, and I overall. would say it was, um, I liked that it was a different platform, you know, different setup than most yeah. of our books. It was fun to read. Something. I would
0: say, probably, like, of all those comments, I identify most with Ada. Like, the beginning, I was, it was taking me a second to power through the beginning because I was just like, Ugh, I'm not sure how into <laughs> these two I am. Um, but, I, I got more involved.
1: I, I liked her arc. I, I got right. more invested in that arc. And as they had to build the the relationship more.
0: Yeah. So, Mom, any other thoughts on Before Girl?
1: No, I think, I think we've covered it all. Yeah.
0: Um, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Before Girl by Kate Canterbury. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group goodreads group our twitter which is at notyourmomsrom or you can email us at notyourmomsromancebookclub at gmail.com so if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read we'd love to hear from you on june 3rd we will be starting kicking off our summer reading list and discussing the bride test by helen huang in our next mini episode and we're going to talk about that summer reading list in the break so stay tuned for that but for now, we are going to take that break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about Disney Princess and Cartoon Crush. Disney Princes. Princes. It was hard for me to say. So stay with us. It's time for a break. It's time for a break. The break is when we
1: do the news and mail. Okay. So, <laughs> for this segment, we're just going to... Can on... I just say, because if you guys haven't figured it out yet, we're sitting next to each other as we're recording. We are. And it's even harder to take when I'm sitting with her and have to watch her sing it, not just listen to her. How dare you. Whatever. Um,
0: So we thought for this section, we would kind of go through our summer reading list, which we have posted on the social medias, etc. Um, But, you know, just kind of talk about how we're excited to get into this. So, as previously announced, June 3rd, we're starting off with The Bride Test by Helen Huang. I am really excited to read this one because people online have been, like, raving about it.
1: Well, there's times, though, that people have raved about books and we're like, and then we read them. Yeah, that's true. we're like, oh.
0: But But
1: Helen Huang. I I have faith. I have good feelings.
0: And people are, like, saying that they liked it, like even more than kiss quotient so we really
1: like yeah we did
0: um june 10th we'll be reading the taming of the duke by eloisa james i'm excited for that june 17th we'll be doing our second official christina lauren uh which is the unhoneymooners um you're gonna notice that a lot this list has a lot of books that are coming out like this summer so they're gonna be new releases and i know that that's Hard to like get books from the library and things like that. And I apologize for that. But a lot of them are like, I knew I was going to want to read them anyway. So we
1: may as well talk about it on the podcast. And Ellen, it's really easy for Ellen to get books.
0: It is really easy for me to get books. (laughs) You guys just need to get your mom in. (laughs) Yeah. Into Into romance. Reading reading romance with you. Um, June 24th, we are reading Waiting for Tom Hanks by Carrie Winfrey. We're really excited for that one. Carrie is one of our listeners. Yes. Um, And uh, also just the premise alone. I mean, a rom-com obsessed.
1: Just the title.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So we're super on board. Um, We're probably going to pair that one with some sort of rom-com talk. um, Probably with Tom Hanks. What? Tom Hanks was in a (laughs) rom-com? Since when? Um, July 1st, we are reading Fix Her Up by Tessa Bailey uh we wanted to read a Tessa Bailey because we met her at um KissCon Kiss and just thought she was delightful and so mom was like I want to read one of her books. Um they are steamy, so that mm. should be interesting. See how that goes. Yeah, July 8th we're going to read Butterface by Avery Flynn. I've heard a lot about this book. Yeah, a lot of people really like this one and we're really excited that we were doing this one. Uh, July 15th, we're reading New Orleans Rush by Kelly Siskind. That's another one we've heard a lot about. Yeah. Um, July 22nd, we're reading Arabella by Georgette Heyer. Um, If you've never read a Georgette Hayer, it's kind of like halfway between contemporary historicals and Jane Austen. She was writing historical Regency romances. In the 30s? Yeah. Or some... some I want to say... Yeah, somewhere around. I'll, we'll have to get into it more. But we're going to kind of read that book and kind of discuss it in comparison to Jane Austen and modern historical, historicals. Yeah. Um, so I think that should be a good episode. Um, July 29th, we're going to read The Witness by Nora Roberts. Uh, August 5th, we're going to read The Swedish Prince by Karina Hale? Hallie? I don't know how to say her last name um but we've been told that that is a modernization of or influenced by the Roman Hol- or by Roman Holiday, one of my favorite rom-coms. So we will probably discuss it in connection to Roman Holiday. Um August 12th, we will um be talking about The Flatshare by Beth O'Leary. August 19th, we'll discuss Soulless by Gail Carringer. And then August 26th, we will read The Wallflower Wager by Tessa Dare. Yeah. It's a good lineup. It I'm ex- is good. I'm excited for, like, all those books. So I think it's going to be good. Um, so thanks to all of you who weighed in. We did, like, a poll on our Facebook group of what people wanted to read. And with a couple exceptions, those were, like, the top. Yeah, the top picks. So we try to
1: use a variety of... Genres within the romance genre, yeah, and we try to use a variety of authors. So, yeah. if we didn't pick your book, it might, you know, the one that you really wanted, yeah, it might be. And that we were trying to keep it,
0: yeah, but um, I appreciate everybody weighing in, and we're excited to get started on this list with all of you and hope that you guys will read along with us. Yes. So, we're excited. Um, okay, so we'll see you on the next break segment. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. In honor of Aladdin coming out, which Mom and I both saw yesterday, yesterday. Um, we thought we would discuss the evolution of the Disney prince and some of our own feelings about... some of our own complicated feelings uh, about... Or weird. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was implying with complicated. <laughs> okay. Um, with cartoon characters. Because um, we've talked before on the show about how... I had a, I still do. Kind of have a thing for the the Robin Hood, the Disney Robin Hood fox. Does it give your crotch a headache? <laughs> yes, because <laughs> um, he like appropriate animal because he is foxy. foxy. Yeah, foxy, foxy. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm also attracted to some that are humans, um, but that are cartoon characters. Yes, is that strange? That are humans
1: but are cartoon characters. Yeah,
0: so like Prince Eric. I had a thing for Prince Eric. You too. did have a thing for Prince Eric.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's not to like? Well, and sometimes. <laughs> he's swarthy. The actor who does the voice yeah. plays such a big part. Like I think of. Is it Flynn Rider or Finn yeah. Flynn Rider? Yeah. He is, yeah. And he's so charming and he's so Zachary Levi and. Um, who is also very charming. Yeah. So sometimes just and I'm sure that they do that on purpose because they can kind of feed off the actor.
0: Well, and just it. that character too yeah. is like pretty
1: dishy. Yeah, he is. I
0: mean, and that's one that came out when I was a grown adult, but I was
1: still like yeah. <laughs> I'm Well, even I'm Prince Eric, him. who is I can't remember the actor's name. It's the guy who was Greg Brady in the Brady Bunch movies. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. But um you know, nowadays, well, this is what we were going to discuss, yeah. is nowadays, the princes have a much bigger role than they did back in the olden days.
0: Yeah.
1: Because mom
0: was talking about how she grew up with the well, Disney Well, I grew up,
1: well, okay, first of all, I want to clarify, I wasn't alive when Snow White was made. Yeah. It was before my time. However, it was one that I saw as a little girl. Yeah. And, like, the Cinderella and... Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty... At least in Sleeping Beauty, he, like, had to do something to save well, her. Well, at
0: least in Sleeping Beauty, he had a name other than Prince Charming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> which is lame. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> the Cinderella and Snow White did not. It was just Prince Charming. Yes. And Which is, you know, pretty yeah. feeble. But, um... Uh... They were very milk-toasty princes. And they yeah. hardly had any lines. They just yeah. kind of swooped in and saved the day at the end. Which... Mm, super lame and um so there wasn't anything really to to get all swoony about about. however when I was a little girl we had the LP the record album for Cinderella and it was such that you could open it and there was like a book form you know you could open the cover and there were pages with pictures on it and there was one picture that had Prince Charming and Cinderella dancing and it was all kind of fuzzy and, you know, yeah. <laughs> very romantic soft looking, soft lighting there. And I was just, I was just in love with that picture. I just thought, oh, that's just so beautiful. <laughs> it's the most beautiful picture ever. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so the princes back then were very low-key, very yeah. not much their only their only purpose was to save the princess, which is yeah. which is not a thing that happens anymore. No, <laughs> now now they save themselves, and in the Aladdin movie, yeah. She
0: pre- By the way, we enjoyed the Aladdin we did. movie. We thought it was cute. I mean, like, there's only you yeah. know, I, we were there was people that were leaving the theater and they were saying that like, wow, they really they changed stuff they really huh? changed a lot of stuff and it's like well if they didn't change anything people would complain about that too yeah.
1: why do we go see this movie it's exactly like the one but the
0: kid who plays in is oh. super
1: adorable she? and yeah super
0: sporty. and we even thought
1: um Will Smith did a good job yeah he does i mean he can't be robin williams i mean you just can't play the part trying to be robin williams yeah. you have to do it differently okay. and he did and he put his own spin on it and we thought it was we thought it was fun yeah I mean, don't go in with like super high expectations, but I. But we thought it was yeah a good time, definitely worth seeing and and some, if you and the they kids. up
0: the romance, y'all up
1: the romance, which, yeah. was, which I appreciated
0: and give her more to do as a character, gave it
1: more of a Bollywood feel with some of the dance numbers, yes. And
0: um, but yeah, so I would say probably around when I was coming up with Disney movies, that's
1: when they kind of started giving. Well, definitely starting with Prince Eric, then they really started. Well, of course, Robin Hood. (laughs) Of course. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, boy. Um, But, yeah, I would, in terms of like the Disney princess movies, um, yeah, because Robin Hood was like his own movie. Right. So he He wasn't
1: really, he was the hero of the movie, but he wasn't really like a prince.
0: Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I would say, you know, you get Robin Hood and then, I mean,
1: Little Red Mermaid,
0: and, and then Beauty, and the, Beauty and the Beast, where obviously there's a lot more backstory to the
1: prince and things like. And that. And here's the deal, Hon- honestly, the Beast is better looking than the prince. Yeah, way better looking. especially I, in the movie. In the movie, I mean, nothing against what's his name from Downey, Dan, Dan Stevens. Well, he looks he looks
0: obviously better because he's a very handsome guy. But they was, it's the same thing with the cartoon. Like anytime that in the cartoon they would change him into the man i was like oh he
1: looks weird change yeah. him back to the beast be a beast and really that the, you know theme night there yeah big time but um murder your vagina but um uh the problem i had with him in the movie is he was too french provincial he was just yeah. too yeah some of the masculinity nothing against the french
0: yeah but um but especially at that time yeah like dandy look was not cute but yeah i mean now now we're dealing with um you know they're doing much better job at with the disney princess movies nowadays at giving letting the princesses save themselves making the guys a
1: lot more charming actually charming yeah right instead of just Giving them that name. Yeah. Because, like, you think about, yeah. like Well, then this, you think about, like, Mulan and they got, man, they got shirtless guys in there that are, yeah. like, built like yeah, beefcakes. Yeah, they are.
0: <laughs> that was one. I had a friend growing up that she was super into. I can't remember his name now, but the guy. The guy, in the guy Mulan. from Mulan. Yeah.
1: But, um, Voiced by Donny Osmond.
0: Or at least his singing is.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know that I knew that.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: That was, was during a time I didn't pay a lot of attention. Yeah. But, um, anyway, I think they do a much better job. Yeah, of, they've
0: definitely, like, found the winning formula. I think. And now
1: you go into, like, Brave, where there's no prince. Prince. There, yeah. um, you know, there's no one saving her at all but herself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
0: But even, yeah, like, Flynn Rider, Kristoff from... Frozen. Frozen. Like, they're just much much more interesting right. romance more, heroes and
1: more developed characters yeah definitely more fun so
0: they're get, they're getting they're getting there they're getting their act together <laughs> anyway um what do you who's your favorite, who was your cartoon crush be honest it might not be a disney Okay, there fine. was
1: a, there was a whole period of time there where Disney was not making princess movies, yeah, like a was... huge chunk of time, and it was my childhood, yeah. pretty much. I mean, I got the Cinderella when I was really young, and then, uh, but there was, you know, that whole late sixties through the seventies, yeah, and even into the eighties, they they weren't making them until like Mermaid came out,
0: yeah.
1: But um, anyway, so uh, let me think. My cartoon crush, I kind of had a thing for Freddie on Scooby Doo. Okay, yeah. Can you, can you back yeah, me on that? Yeah, I mean the ascot's a little, well, a little much. But, but it was the '70s, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was doing Everybody it. Everybody was doing it. <laughs> There've been, we, there was, yeah, <laughs> there was weird dressing yeah. on a lot of time periods. That it's like, sorry, that you don't like that, but it was cool at the time. Yeah. Um. Uh. I don't know who's your first besides Robin Hood. Well,
0: Robin Hood or Prince Eric, definitely. Yeah. But anyway, um, let us know what yes. yours was. We would be interested to know that we're not the only weird ones. With cartoon crushes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, kind of what you think of the, the Disney prince evolution. I do evolution. want to point out
1: now, though, what? that if we're talking about Disney movies, that now all the Marvel movies fit into Disney movies. So we've got all those handsome they, they princes. They can be our new princes. <laughs> um, and I'm on board with that. <laughs> Give me a Chris. So, thanks
0: so much for joining us. Again, if you would like to join us for The Bride Test by Helen Huang in one week on June 3rd, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at NotYourMomsRom or on Facebook or Goodreads or email us at NotYourMomsRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love to read them. We
1: do. All right. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, Ellen. Anytime. Yeah. Maybe next week. Yeah, (laughs) probably next week. (laughs) All right, see you. Bye. Bye.